lost my drive I've been stuck in traffic And I can't find my way out I guess it's roadblocks Yeah, there's roadblocks I guess it's roadblocks What is up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the Destroying Depression Podcast As always, I am your host Jacob Danielson, and I want to start off by saying, you know, Happy New Year, and like, I just want to start off by saying that it's a blessing, like, if you made it to the new year, no matter how hard it was, no matter what you went through, no matter if you're still in a rough place, like, you did it, that alone is something to be proud of, no matter how hard it is, and even though last year may have been the worst year of your life, there's a potential that this year could be the best one. So just holding on and seeing another year hold so much power. So I want to start off by saying that, but I also um, I want to get real for a second when we talk about, you know, the year and goals and all those things. We, uh, I've talked to some people, you know, and we've been talking, you know, goals for New Year's and, you know, what we want to see out of this year and all of the things. And, you know, the biggest thing I heard is, you know, I want to really focus on my mental health this year. I want to put my mental health first. I want to, you know, make sure I'm prioritizing my mental health. That's great. I agree. You should do that. 100%. But then the problem lies with... But the next question I ask is, you know, like, how are you going to, how are you making sure you do that? What does that look like? What tangible steps are you taking? How can you track that? And then people are tongue-tied and they don't know where to, where to go. And the reason, like, I say this is because it hits close to home with me. Because I was the same way. I used to tell myself every year, every six months or whatever, or like I'd wake up one day and be like, no, this is enough. Like, I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of feeling like this. I'm putting my mental health first. I'm putting my brain first. I'm putting my mental first. And, and then a month, two months, three months later, I'd be in the same spot wondering like where I went wrong. I'm supposed to be putting my mental first. I thought I was putting... My brain first. I thought I was doing all the things for my mental health. Well, if you looked at it, I wasn't doing anything differently. I just said that I was putting my mental first, but I was living life the same way. I was doing all the same things. I was following all the same patterns. I was hanging around all the same people. How could I expect things to be any different, to feel any different when I was doing the same things? Or maybe, like, I would stay up for a week, but I didn't have anything in place, so... After that week or two or three happened and life started hitting again, it just fell off. And then all of a sudden, I'm in a hole again. So when it comes to, like, putting your mental health first, you have to think of, like, how am I doing that? What does that look like for me personally? Because I think the problem is, like, a lot of us, like, see mental health, like, putting our mental health first is, like, you know, like, Taking our foot off the gas or, like, having more mental health days, you know, or, like, 
spending more money on me. And I'm not saying those are bad things. Those are great. You need those. You do need more time for you. You do need to show yourself some love and get yourself some things. But taking care of your mental health is also the hard stuff. I'm not saying for some people those things are super hard. But like putting your mental health first is is, is starting to exercise because there's literally proven facts on on the effects of exercise in your brain. It's committing to journaling every day and writing out your feelings. It's it's maybe deciding, you know, I, I have to start therapy. I need to see a counselor. I need to see someone and talk to someone. And I need to go every week even though I don't really like it because I know it's helping me. It's, you know, saying self-affirmations in the mirror even when you don't believe them. Even when everything is telling you you're a worthless piece of shit, still saying I'm great, I'm wonderful, you know, saying these things that mean something to you. I'm powerful. Like I can do great things. I don't have to be stuck in this state. Putting your mental health first is is looking at the things in your life that aren't that may be fun, but aren't serving you anymore. You know, like I really like drinking, and and I don't really have a drinking problem. Like I hardly drink anyway. Maybe once every few weeks. But I still realized even after drinking, it wasn't serving me. It didn't align with my goals and the man I wanted to be. And I promised myself that I'd get better at all costs. And that's me. It's me getting worse. So even though it was fun, even though I enjoyed it, it was something I had to give up. You know, putting your mental health versus sitting in a room when things are really tough and not self-sabotaging for the first time. Telling yourself I'm not going to go down that path. Telling yourself I'm not going to drink. Or I'm not going to do this drug. Or I'm not going to cut. Or I'm not going to self-harm. All these things. That's that's taking care of your mental health. Taking care of your mental health is cutting off people that you love. That you care about. But you know aren't serving you anymore. You know aren't making you worse. You know aren't making bad decisions. And you're a product of the five people you hang around with the most. Whether we want to believe it or not, we are. We're the product of our environment to some extent. So if we're hanging around people that don't align with our values, we're not going to align with our values. So like cutting off people you love and care about because you know it's going to make you better and help you take the next step and maybe having to sit with loneliness for a little bit till you find your new group, that's hard. But that's taking care of your mental too. You know, going to the conferences, putting yourself out there. Going to different talks. You know, saying yes to more lunches, maybe going on dates, maybe getting outside the house when you hate that stuff. Because you know it's good for you. Because you actually do enjoy it when you go out. That's putting your mental health first. And sometimes for some people, it's taking your foot off the gas. Saying, I need to stop working so hard and focus on me a little bit and focus on my mental and do these things for me and not just from work and grinding success. That's why a lot of us don't get better is because we're not doing these these things. They're hard. They're hard and they're exhausting and they're difficult. Real life healing is is exhausting. It's hard. 
Being miserable, I always say this, being miserable is the easiest thing you can do. Being miserable sucks, but it's easy. It's easy to do nothing. It's easy to sit with negative feelings and emotions. It's easy to run away from that. It's easy to drink. It's easy to, you know, do drugs. It's easy to hide your pain. It's easy to run from it. That's easy. The hard stuff is making the decision to grow, no matter what your circumstances are, to say, people, very few people have gone through what I've gone through. People don't understand me. People haven't been in the place that I've been in, but I'm still going to overcome it. Somehow, some way. I'm going to be better this year than I was next year. That's that's the difference. And, and I only preach this so hard because I know it. Because I know what it's like to say I'm putting my mental health first and do nothing. And I know what it's like to to mean it and to do something about it. And the difference between the two is astronomical. It's not close. There's real healing. But there's only healing if you'll do the work. If you go through the hard days. Real healing has tears. And frustrations and setbacks. And anger and sadness. And extreme happiness and joy. And learning. And failure. That's what putting your mental health first is. Like going through that. Is... is is looking at life and saying, I'm not comfortable living like this anymore. I'm going to do whatever it takes to feel better. Because my thing is, like, I spent years not wanting to live. I did. Years. Why not do everything in my power to feel better? Why not? What's What's to lose? What do I have to lose? Like, worst comes to worst, I just felt the way I felt when I was at my worst. But if I give my all to to healing, to getting better, to actually putting my mental health first, and that looks different for everyone, but finding what that looks like for you, that's where real change came from. That's where real happiness came from. That's where real joy came from. But we only get there if we can sit with ourselves and say, what's it going to take? What do I need to do? What do I need to give? What do I need to give up? Where am I missing? And what am I willing to sacrifice? Because in order to get better, it takes sacrifice. It takes hard work. It takes will. It takes determination. It takes all these skills. But we all have it in us. There's not one person that doesn't have the capability of healing. It's just a decision we have to make. Because it may be the hardest decision you've ever made. But even though hard, it's worth it. So this is my reminder that whatever you're going through, you're not alone. Please reach out, friends, family, therapist. My DMs are always open. Make sure to check out the We Can Movement website. Facebook page, 
look for events that we're hosting. We'll be doing our end of month discussion this month. So if that's something you're interested in, come check us out. But if not, that's okay. Please just reach out, get the help you need. And as always, have a good week.